Hey Hey y'all! And welcome to the Sorry Not Sorry Generation podcast, where we bring you a not-so-healthy dose of humor and reality as we get our hands dirty with some serious nostalgia and question everything. Let's dive in. Hey y'all! It's Misty. It's Ani. Today we are watching Eclipse. We are in the halfway-ish point because technically we, we made two it way through. Let's go. Yeah, like there, this is a little. Well, this is like the halfway point because there are two Breaking Dawn movies. Um, Give which, me yes, my we will be, we will bloodthirsty babies. Yes, this is the the one of the most interesting of the Twilight movies. I will say that because of there's actually action in it and not just trauma and stupid drama and more pointless drama. So I was obsessed with the scene where they're, you know, where we're basically reliving Jasper's time on the battlefield with the baby vampires. And I'm just like, just reading it. Just Jasper's great. I'm like, yes, this is what I want. Violence. Show me real vampires and bloodlust and bloodthirst and all of it. Yes. And limbs being ripped off and heads being snapped in half. It's just like, yes. And then I get none of it. Yeah, that's fair. Because I love the fact that they went into detail about Jasper's history. He has such an interesting history. Like, but at the same time, <laughs> this series is action bait. <laughs> Baiting the whole time. This whole series is quick bait. It is for like actual fighting and action because it doesn't really do enough. Like I will say in the books, Eclipse is action filled. It's not nearly as action filled in the movie, but I love hearing about Jasper's history just because I think it's interesting. Granted, like he fights in the Civil War for the wrong side, which the wrong side is the South because there's only one right side in that war. <laughs> let's let's be honest here, because <laughs> I might have lived in Texas out. for ten years, but that does not mean I agree with that. <laughs> like no 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 no, because that's a bunch of bullshit. However, Jasper's history just of being that old is really interesting to me because he's the second oldest vampire in the family in the Cullen family. The only older one being Carlisle who has everybody beat by quite a bit. Like like he's from the 1600s. Is that right? He can't be that old. Was he that old when he turned Edward? Uh, I can actually answer that for you. He was born in 1640 and was changed in 1663. Oh shit. He's 23. He is twenty. You were on point with the with the age on him. Uh, yeah, I look. I was a huge <laughs> Twilight nerd when I was younger. A huge Twilight nerd. So I, I know more than I would like to. You know, in, in nowadays, like too much of my brain is taken up by useless Twilight information. Um, oh, and hey, it adds content to this. Fair enough. I do stand corrected that Esme was the oldest one at the age of twenty six. Well. Oh. So, and she was, robber. She, <laughs> she was transformed by Carlisle um, in 1921. So, yes, after say. Edward. So, like, Edward was yes. his first family, and then it was... It was Esme, Esme, and then it was Rosalie, and Rosalie is the one who turned... Emmett. Emmett. No. Uh, no? I do stand corrected. She found Emmett. Carlisle transformed him because she was worried that she couldn't do it. So that makes sense, yeah. I'm, but I remember her being the one that found, like, you know, is yeah, the reason that Emmett is part of this family. Yeah, she found him in an alleyway, I believe, dying. 
I think. Not entirely sure about that one, actually. But then again, I didn't read a whole lot of Emmett's history, to be honest, because I was more interested in Jasper's. <laughs> so who was born in 1844, just for the record? And he was changed in 1863 at the age of 19. So, but he was a major in the Civil War, the youngest major that they had. So. A major at 19, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty fucking young. Like, even for back then, that's really young, so. But um, despite his uh, not great human history, his vampire history is very interesting, considering that they use the vampire wars as an explanation for some of the wars that took place uh, in the South after the Civil War, especially around, like, with Mexico and everything, so. Which is an interesting way to combine it, and is probably better done than uh, as a history in this series than like the history of, of the Quaaludes. Uh, yeah. 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 Mm, not uh, gonna get over that, but I I've done my tirade for that one, so we can get into my tirade about vampire wars uh, as we watch the movie instead. So because there'll probably be one at some point, but um, yeah, today we are going to start with Eclipse and. Hopefully this one is a little more fast paced because there might be some action. Maybe. I Who can knows? only hope. It's been so long. I don't, I, this is like the one movie I don't remember. Same. Actually, <laughs> I think that cause this is the, like one of the movies I didn't actually go back and like watch more than a while. Yeah. And like, it's not because it was bad, but just because it was not as irrelevant, I guess, as the other ones, because like this is the mini war to the later war and like all that. So but uh but yeah so this should be fun um i'm looking forward to, to actually seeing the movie that i know the least about again Same. So, it's like yeah. kind of sort of watching it for the first time watch i'm gonna be watching it going ha huh, i yeah, remember this, that now yeah this is the one i'll be like shit i don't remember that <laughs> which i've learned as we've watched these that i remember way more about twilight than i thought i did so. that's watch I will say that seeing that Sasquatch statue in the background of Twilight was a new one for me. <laughs> that was new. You've seen it so unexpected. many times that your your eyes are like, what what else can I spot? I'm always that focused I on the bear. Seen before. I'm always focused on the bear. And like I never noticed the, the Sasquatch statue behind it. So I'm interested to see what I'll notice this go around. Um, All right. But I am just interested in every Jasper scene that they have. So. Of course. But, you know, hey, you're always interested in the Emmett scenes. So, not that he really gets a lot of details. He doesn't get a lot of screen time, but Mm-mm. it's okay. Like, they talk about most people's, well, that's not true. They don't talk about Esme's history at all. And then Alice doesn't remember her history, so they can't talk about that. So, they don't talk about Emmett, they don't talk about Esme, and they don't talk about Alice's history. So, but uh, in all honesty, Emmett's history wasn't that interesting, and Esme's history was interesting-ish, like interesting adjacent. <laughs> Alice's history is just fucking wild. Alice got the best history. She's like, she was turned by, I think, James, and like, he knows her and like all of this, but at no point does he indicate the fact that he knows her, and it's just kind of like, what the hell? Like, it was, I think it was James that transformed her. No, an unnamed vampire who worked in a mental institution. But I know her history is tied in with James. Also, her real name's not Alice. It's Mary. Mm. Her middle name's Alice. But uh, Mary Alice Brandon, I believe, is her full name. Such a white name. 
Yeah, it was a it's a real bad name. But considering what era she's from, like it's not a surprise. So Fair. let's uh let's kick off this movie because holy shit. Oh, this is Riley starting off the movie with this poor victim of a vampire. I don't even remember that. Yeah, I don't remember he, this at all. Yeah, it, so there's a lot of murders taking place in Seattle in the beginning because Victoria is creating her army. army. And in the in the first scene is this poor dude and his name is Riley and he ends up getting really twisted in with Victoria. Like now. Just yeah. and pommeled like, into becomes, the wet ground. Yeah, she kind of like Stockholm syndrome's him really hard and he becomes her second and everything. That's why the name is familiar. That's right. Yeah, yeah that poor kid. It just gets Poor really unsuspecting fucked up by her. child. Like he's yeah. he's cute too. Yeah, he is. And like she tortures the crab out of him before she changes him. This bitch and, likes to play with her food. Yeah, she is a a cat of a per of like a vampire. Honey, you can scream help all you want. You can't even see her. Mm-mm. But there are absolutely people that were in that building he was just looking at. Yeah, and no one like, came out to be like, how did you end up halfway across I, the street? Well, why would he not just run into the glass and start pounding on it? Like, come on. Why would you immediately run? And why in the would you stand at the very edge of the, of what is this, pier? Yeah, the... he's standing at the edge of a pier and just screaming. Oh, because she, fears. what, bit into his oh. arm on the way, like, running yeah, next to him? Yeah, she... She ran past him and bit him, but he's before that, he's just standing there screaming, What do you want? It's like yeah, yeah, clearly the to murder you. Why does her teeth mark look like it, it literally looks like he's got five marks, like pinpricks like on his teeth? Like he's got like pinpricks on his on, on that part of his palm, but like she's only got two incisors. Her, her oh, she's man. got she's not they don't have teeth like sharks. Yeah, but Twilight vampires don't have sharp teeth at all. Like they don't have fangs. Twilight, yeah, Twilight vampires don't have fangs. <laughs> Are you okay with that revelation? I don't think so, because that's... The whole point of vampires is the fangs! Yeah, Twilight vampires don't have fangs. I mean, fine. They they sparkle and they don't have fangs. They're just yep. useless. Yeah, their teeth are just hard enough that they can just bite through your flesh. So, Ow. I'd rather yeah. have fangs. Yeah, same. Which would be a lot less messy. But even too. then... Riley's hand, like the pinpricks, look like literal pricks. Like, yeah, they don't really. It doesn't really. They look like, like teeth at all. And there's not enough to be teeth either. So it's it's not like Victoria's losing her teeth. She's a fucking vampire. She's not losing her teeth left and right, unless I don't know. She had a weird thing where she just started pulling out her teeth. So awkward, uh, awkward laughing yeah. and smiling in the in the meadow in the sunlight. Yeah, like the first scene of And Edward he just and... asked her to marry him. She hasn't graduated high school yet, but <laughs> you uh, you want to marry her, but you won't turn her. Like the first scene of Edward and Bella, they're in this field, and he just fucking asks her to marry him. And and he calls it a compromise between her yeah. wanting to be turned and his demands. Eh, she calls it. She's like, that's coercion. She does. She's like, that's coercion. Smartest thing she said so far. Honestly. The marriage is just a piece of paper thing does kind of rub me the wrong way in that <laughs> you really just want this man for the ability to be turned into a vampire. <laughs> like, she's not interested in marrying this man. No. She does not want to have a family with this man. She just wants to be a vampire. Pure Stockholm Syndrome ends up getting married and having a baby. Exactly. All the, like, the things that she didn't want. 
at least her kid grows at like three times the rate of a normal child. Oh yeah, her creepy. So it's an adult in what five years? Yeah, her creepy, creepy demon child. (laughs) Who, by the way, like Renesme grows at an extraordinarily rapid rate. You better hope she adapts socially at that kind of a rate too, because otherwise you are going to have an adult vampire with the mentality of a five-year-old. Which is is it that one of the reasons they? No, the 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 reason they forbid like the changing of babies is just because like you had a a mortal demon. That that that, yes, but also the Volturi aren't very fond of the idea of having hybrids. That's true. They did, for the most part, just kind of sweep the fact that they exist under the rug as much as possible, which is stupid because it is the best way to adapt like fit in with the human world while actually still like maintaining those abilities and powers though they never really did define how much weaker she was than the columns so and i love charlie after all of the bullshit that's happened you know why you're being grounded right yeah Yeah. it's like he's still trying to parent and he's trying hard and it's just like this is a girl who is beyond help like beyond help i want you to get some separation honey Charlie, I'm seeing I, the red flags of your boyfriend. Yeah, Charlie identifying the toxicity of this relationship right off the bat. And she's just going, okay, thanks, bye. She's just like, I don't care, he's toxic. I'm toxic too, dad. <laughs> I will unground you if you decide to, if you agree to spend time with people other than Edward. That is a brilliant parenting move by Charlie, though. Bribe her to see other people besides the person keeping her in an abusive relationship and then she says you should and then he says you should go hang out with jacob and she's like oh she's like i'd love to but i can't like one he's not answering her calls at that point but two edward's gonna do everything in his power to keep her away from him so which is just stalkery and stupid anyway and super fucking controlling yeah like at some point like, I love how they show you this note that you can't read on screen. Like, they they just fully show you this handwritten note that you cannot read on screen. Granted, it's in the book, and I read it in the book, but I can fucking read it in the book. You can't read it on the screen. Where is she going? Oh, Where gosh, is she going? It's about to be a creepy, creepy stalker man again. Controlling creepy, creepy stalker man. Because why won't Bella's car start when she decides to go visit Jacob? Because oh, the know. vampire boyfriend decided you're not going anywhere without my permission. And also the vampire boyfriend who is super fucking controlling, but also doesn't know anything about cars, so you very well just could have permanently broken your car. <laughs> you, She says you scared me when she hears him whoosh into the car, but like her facial expression does not change. True. I would be so... Are, like, is, she, is she realizing it yet? Alice saw a vision that she was going to go see Ed, that she was going to go see Jacob. She told... Edward read her mind and said, I'm not going to let that happen. And it's just, like, the most controlling bullshit ever. And it's just, like, and she's saying, she's like, I want to go see my friend. And he's just making the decision that she can't. And she's like, oh, he's sorry. He's sorry. Oh, I'm sorry you're controlling. No, you know what? I'm sorry. I'm sorry for the next person that tries that. Honestly. And it's just like, uh uh-uh. Oh, you're going to decide when I get to see my friends and how? There's the door. That yeah, this is like you know what I realize that I want to be a vampire more than I want to be with you because I don't want to marry you, I don't want to have kids with you, I don't want to be with you. And guess uh, what? I can go find another vampire to do it. Just so many fucking. 
she could go to the Volturi because guess what? One way or another, in a couple of years, the Volturi are going to show up at her door wondering why she hasn't been turned yet. Exactly. She like, could just show up to them and be like, I'm ready now. Yeah, just be like, I'm ready now. And the Cullens don't want to turn me. I want to obey your laws that you set forth. And just really just get what you want and fuck the Cullens over all in one go. And be like, they're disobeying the laws. I still want to be a vampire and follow your laws. Please turn me into a vampire. And then guess what? Bippity boppity boom. She's just a vampire. And because the Cullens didn't do it, didn't break the treaty. And she could still be friends with Jacob if she wanted to be. But at the Yeah, same the time, Cullens didn't do it. The Volturi did. So, yeah. yeah By that logic... Like, her and uh, Jacob can stay friends. Yeah. Just like, I don't think the uh, Jacob's going to see it that way. <laughs> but like, if you want to apply super logic and no emotion to it, yeah, sure. But, uh, you know, I just, Edward and Bella's relationship is just the most toxic. Like, she has to actively work around Alice's visions to go visit her friends. And it's just like, oh, how psychotic are you? that either of you think this is okay. That's why I just think Alice and Edward should be together. They're both controlling psychopaths. They're just like, they would have made a much, much better couple. Yeah. Just like put, put like, not that Bella needs to be put out of her misery. Cause she's just a miserable person <laughs> who enjoys her misery, but like put, put Jasper out of his misery, man. <laughs> just like, let geez. Jasper go. Let him go, man. Let him find somebody who's not a manipulative, psychotic bitch. Clearly, I don't like Alice. <laughs> I mean, she's okay. I liked her in the books. I don't really like her so much in the movies. The, the more you think about it, the more you don't like it. The fact them. that no one says anything that Colin is now sitting with them. Yeah. I did learn the other day that uh, Mike and Jessica are both not from Forks. Where are they from? He's from California and she's from Texas. He's a Cali boy. Yeah. He's from uh, California. She's from Austin, Texas. I think he's from San Francisco, if I remember right. <laughs> Jasper, how many times are we going to graduate high school? As many times as it takes. <laughs> Sacramento, California, by the way. Ah, he's a northerner. Meh. Oh, Alice is having a vision. And now Ed was about to shit his pants because he just read her mind. Yep. And that's how you know all the shit's gonna go down. Oh, and right off the bat. Lie. I know you know what she saw. Tell me. It's nothing. Yeah, he's just lying to her. Like, she knows that he saw Alice's vision because he freaking read her mind. But he refuses to tell her anything. Despite the fact that that vision is of Victoria and directly impacts Bella's life. He's like, no, no, no. I'll decide what information you know. Oh God, I hate controlling that. No. If we ever get to the point where we have merchandise for this podcast, we're gonna have to do something that says "creepy, creepy stalker man and saltine girl." (laughs) 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 Like I think I want to wear a shirt that says "creepy, creepy stalker man and saltine girl." (laughs) With the graphic that we made for the poster, yeah, I want that. Yeah, me too. Oh, the vision was of the vulture showing up. I think, I yeah. I forgot the Volturi are in this movie. I love how repulsed Charlie is. Charlie's like, oh, he's <laughs> here. It's like, well, oh, why is he here? This thing. What airline ticket? <laughs> yes, he wants you to drop everything and go. 
He's like, he's literally telling her when she has to take a flight distance. I love how Charlie just hates Edward. So much. I would too. If I had a kid and saw what my, saw what my kid went through because of another person that they were quote unquote in love with. mm, They'd be on my shit list. I like, look, I don't think I'd be a great parent, but like, if my kid was hanging out with somebody who did all the shit that Edward did, uh-uh, fuck that. And Bella, Bella looks so a- uncomfortable like, under the sun. To, yeah, like, she goes to visit her mom in Jacksonville, and she's just like, I'm gonna miss being in the sun. You can't not, it's not like you can't be in the sun, you just can't be in the sun in public. But then again, the glittering is so fakey, you could really just pretend to be a stripper and it'd be fine. Even her mom is aware. She's like, who wants to go to University of Alaska? And Bella's like, yeah, it's got a great science program. Her mom looks at her in the face and just goes, it's got a great Edward program. Mm-hmm. And like her mom is flighty as hell, weird as hell, and the most like unresponsible person on the planet. But when she's pointing out the fact that there's something super intense and wrong about your relationship, you should listen to her. <laughs> Like you should listen to her, right? And she's like, "You act different." She's like, "You're different around him." She's like, "I just want to make sure you make the right choices, honey. Listen to your mother, please. Even the flighty one. Like when every adult around you is telling you there's something wrong with your relationship. Look, there comes a point when you have to listen to them and be like, maybe evaluate your life. Also, like they're." in Jacksonville, Florida, and Edward is in the scene sitting at a table. In the house. Yeah. Fully in sunlight in this scene. Like, he is not in darkness. That is sunlight coming through there. He ain't glittering. It also really just pisses me off that Bella is just fully willing to destroy both of her parents because they're going to have to think she's dead. And, like, you're just cool with that? What the hell? I know we bring Charlie into into the mix. Yeah. And do like, we bring they never Renee? say what they do with Renee. In all honesty, I don't remember with, Renee being brought, but I remember Charlie because like he's so involved in like the Quaaludes. Yeah, Jacob brought him in. Yeah, and because Jacob showed him, but like it bothers me the fact that Bella is just totally willing just to let her parents think that she just died, so she can go off and live happily ever after with Edward. I, I have like, thought about like if I got the chance to become a vampire, how yeah. would I go about it? I I wouldn't want to wait till I'm till like, you know, till I'm yeah. old old because yeah. I want to look nice. Yeah. But also okay. like, I would just like, I would definitely know, tell my parents and be like, "Listen, I, I did a thing." Yeah. Like there's <laughs> there's no way. Like as much as it, I think it'd be awesome to be like an immortal creature and everything. Like definitely I don't care what secrecies they want you to hold to definitely telling my parents yeah like like or you know like well my mom i'm not gonna have my mom live the rest of her life thinking i just died when i just went off to become an immortal vampire and said like what the fuck i give my mom a lot of shit yeah i've i've caused a lot of shit for my mom i have (laughs) i'm not gonna deny that woman's been through hell because of me but even after all that, I'm not going to leave my mom in the dark and be like, oh, yeah, I was here one day. The next day I fucking died and I'm, I'm, I'm gone. Yeah, no like, body, so, no nothing. Like, why would you do that to somebody, especially somebody you're supposed to love? And, like, for one thing, I'm pretty sure my mom would just be down with becoming a vampire, too. Like, she'd just be cool with it. And 
honestly, I just, I think I would tell people, like, I just don't know if I would be down with, like, just letting, like, you and, like, Ariel and my land, just thinking I was dead. Like, that would be really hard on you guys, and I just don't think I would be cool with that. I'd also, probably, I would, would probably figure it out at some point, but, like, she's not dead, but I'm pissed now that she didn't tell me. Oh, girl, like, if I got turned into a vampire, my my second stop after telling my mom would be like, hey, honey, we'll be vampire. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. We're going to live for a couple millennia. Let's fuck shit up. Easy, Emmett. Easy. You're not after the wolf. Like, they could just, they could catch Victoria, the wolves. Because, like, there's a very long scene of everybody running after Victoria. Like, the wolves on one side of the treaty and the vampires on the, on other, the other side of the treaty. catch her if they just actually cooperated with one another and stop having this massive fizzing contest over a ravine divide. It's literally the river. And it's like, oh, no, me on one side, you on the other. Do not cross the river. It's like... If we just work together to catch this one bitch, and all of these problems will go away. She's literally playing you against each other on purpose to test your weaknesses. Like, are you kidding me right now? Granted, Victoria doesn't get caught easily because that's her superpower. It's like she's not catchable. And which is, you know, like, it makes more sense. Thank God there was an explanation for it. Like, that's her ability because otherwise it just makes all of them look terrible. Mm. so much is wrong oh yeah but we have to make a deal like if you get turned into an immortal creature of any kind you have to tell me oh i'm 100 percent gonna tell you you have to fucking like, tell there me are... I, at some point find out i would be so pissed and i'm gonna become an immortal creature and spend eternity coming to kick your ass for not that's why i me. will definitely tell you and not keep you in the dark i don't want you coming after me yeah, like I want to work I... together with you, not exactly. against you. Because <laughs> yeah. even if I wasn't turned into a mortal creature, I would live for hundreds of years out of spite. <laughs> out of... I could run on spite. <laughs> and I would find you. It's just like, we have to live long enough to see space travel in a way that it's common, because I just want to fucking live on a different planet. I want to go meet some aliens, Star Trek style, and just choose a more or less problematic planet to live on like let's go live on vulcan okay <laughs> like this is much better people we could be the weird humans on vulcan that's fine so it's like I'm yeah down my uh, my list of people to inform when i have crossed over to the immortal into the immortal zone is you aaron your mom my mom i don't think she would but i i definitely tell my mom like these are your options which one do you want yeah I feel yeah, like, like it doesn't it's not necessarily about whether or not she chooses to be immortal it's just like telling her so she doesn't think yeah. you're just dead oh i tell geneva geneva okay so those four the rest yeah. can figure it out yeah like i would tell my mom i would tell you i would tell my and i'd tell ariel and that's my list this is the four people for me too oh jacob's back jacob and his motorcycle Oh, look at that angsty face. He looks so pissed. Oh, Jacob dropping bombs about the fact that Victoria's back when Edward won't fucking tell her. That's why I like Jacob so much more. Like, he actually tells Bella information to keep her in the loop. Yeah. You aware keep someone that, in the dark, then they're going to be even more of a target. Just, like, fully aware of the fact that these things directly impact Bella's life. 
and that as he just said she has a right to know about the fact that this woman is back threatening his life or her life trying to protect and, you and you're keeping her in the you. fucking dark it's just like that's the problem with like a lot of like horror movies and action movies and stuff like that it's like when somebody's after somebody like the guy never tells his family that hey they could be in danger so they don't know to look out for it so they just put themselves in dangerous situations like if you just told them then they could look out for themselves better Edward, no you don't you me. don't trust everyone have to trust me i yeah he doesn't trust you honey he's never gonna trust you no He's a controlling. He took apart your car so you couldn't go visit your friends. Jacob looking all smug while she gets on his motorcycle. I'm just going for a ride. Yeah, sure we are. I love how when she asked him though, "Why haven't you returned my calls?" and he looks at her and is like, "I had nothing to say." I mean, that's an appropriate sixteen-year-old response while being angsty. Oh look, one, two, three, four, four guys shirtless. So it's Embry, Quill, Paul, and Jared. Oh, yeah, I forgot they can all read each other's thoughts. That would be awful. I feel so bad for Leah. I'm on team Leah. Me too. She gets the short end of every fucking stick. Like, Emily was is her cousin and her best friend and is now, like, imprinted, married, dating Leah's ex who broke up with her to be with Emily. Like, that would fucking suck. So much drama. So, oh, yeah. so much drama. Also, Leah shifting for the first time is what gave Harry a heart attack and killed him. So she blames herself for her dad's death. She broke up with her boyfriend that she's been madly in love with for years and assumed she was going to get married to and killed her dad all within, like, a couple of weeks or probably a couple months of each other. Girl's got a lot on out, her shoulder. And then finds out that her ex-boyfriend is dating and pretty much mated married eternity uh, with her cousin slash best friend who's been like a sister to her her whole life. I'd be be very salty. I'm not entirely sure how Leah hasn't murdered somebody. (laughs) Mostly Sam. You know, I think if they just set Leah loose on Victoria, we'd be over. Yeah, just let her go, man. Just like, fuck. I would read... a a series just about Leah just for some justice for Leah Clearwater like honestly she gets a short end of every single stick however interestingly enough in like the scene where Bella goes to their house and like all the werewolves come out and like we just named them there was only four and Sam there should be five because her little brother Seth changed on the same day Leah did right I'm not entirely sure Seth is in the movies as a human at all I don't remember seeing him as a, I remember seeing him as a wolf at some point, but I don't know if I ever, if we ever see him as a person. Hmm. Because Seth goes with Edward and Bella to the mountain to fight Victoria later in this movie. But you know I what I also don't see- get? Like, he's now, like, Jacob is now explaining to Bella how imprinting works and how their whole, like, mating thing, whatever, it, you know, works. Yeah. And he goes into the, he, he tries to make it obvious that, like, imprinting doesn't necessarily mean romantic yeah imprinting means that you you have this pull this connection to this other person yeah and you will be whatever they need you to be whether it's an older brother a protector a boyfriend girlfriend whatever right yeah which is really bullshit it is because eventually it's gonna lead to you mating together but like also at the same time it means that this person the person who's in the werewolf has to 
be whatever this other person needs. Yeah. Like, that is very one-sided. Because the other person doesn't have special abilities or, well, like, they, the idea in the in the guide is that Emily, when she saw Sam after he transformed for the first time, felt drawn to him, but, like, nothing on the intensity of the werewolf level. Oh, yeah, this is what Bella needs. Another angry dude. Yeah, but his anger is justified. Like, he's just, That's like... fair. It's like, you're gonna give up your life in a month. You're gonna stop breathing and enjoying lively things. Yeah, you're willingly dying and letting everybody think that you're just gonna dead. be dead. And, like, Jacob's pointing out the very real flaw in this. Yeah, and Jacob's like, like, you haven't even lived. And he's And you're making this decision. She's 18. She hasn't lived shit. She hasn't done anything with her life. And she's just totally cool with the fact that not only is she just not going to live any of it, but her whole world, everybody she knows is just going to think she's dead. Like, she wants to keep Jacob in her life. She fucking can if she turns because there's a whole vampires versus quaaludes. Yeah. In the treaty. That being said, when she does have her kid and we realize that that's why Jacob was always attracted to her was because he was in- Which is fucked. Imprinting on Renesme, which is an egg in her body. Renesme doesn't even exist at this point, and he's he's like around her constantly and feels so strongly towards her. That the fact that it was like that's why he was drawn to her is so fucking bullshit. There is an entire possibility, for the record, that if in an alternate universe, her and Jacob ended up together and they had kids together, that egg that he's attracted to or attached to uh became one of their kids he would be imprinted on one of their kids and like like they say like it doesn't necessarily have to be like a romantic relationship where you are whatever this person needs but how fucked would it be because then his feelings for bella just would lessen in, in intensity right off the bat playing and- favorites with your kids in the most fucked up ways. Yeah, and it's just like, yeah, you imprinted on one of your kids. I, I never well, went that else, far. And, like, everybody else is in a relationship. Yeah, my mind never went that far as far as imprinting goes, but... Also, I did read that somebody said online, it's just like, you know, half of Renesmee is Edward. So there is a, a brief period in time where he would have been attracted to Edward. <laughs> <laughs> granted when that would have happened edward was on the island with well no, not necessarily because if he can't make new swimmers because he's a vampire then he should have always been attracted to edward like that because renesmee who he imprints on is half of edward so i guess i guess the bella side won strong on that one I mean, but I also, guess. like, what I was trying to say earlier is that the whole imprinting where it doesn't have to be romantic, even though it ends up being that way. Yeah. He goes to such lengths to make sure that Bella understands that when yeah. he's telling her. And then when he finally meets Renesmee and tells her, like, oh, I'm, I've imprinted on your daughter, and she flips out. It's like, he told you. Yeah. Just because you just had a baby does not mean he's going to go and try and bang your, like, two-day-old child. Yeah. Relax. It's just real creepy <laughs> that on more than one occasion, Stephanie Meyer does like the imprinting thing with babies and toddlers. And it's just like, why? You really just didn't have to do that. You could have ended this series a thousand different ways. You did not have to do that. Oh, look, Riley's in her bedroom now. Yeah, and he just kind of walks all over her house, which is really, I'm really so- creepy. I 
I'm surprised about his control though. He's a new vampire and he doesn't even touch Charlie. That is true. I will I will give Riley credit. He doesn't actually Like he do he is that. literally nose to nose with while with Charlie on the couch while he's asleep. Yeah. And nothing. It's like Charlie's like when Bella comes home, it's like, yeah, Edward needs to respect mealtimes because you're home really late. It's like, oh, but I was with Jake. Oh, well, that's great. He could be out late. Oh, that's fine. You're with Jake. That's fine. He almost, he shows up on her house. It's like, I, you know, I almost broke the treaty because I didn't know where you were. Fucking relax. Yeah. She's like, dude, at this point in time, for the record, cell phones exist. Call her. Yeah. She's got a fucking brick in her hand. Fucking call her. Oh, shit. God, I love the Collins house. Yes, of course it's Victoria. Even you are immortal, but doesn't mean you can split. You don't have the ability to split into three. True. Like, despite the fact that they don't have to sleep, which would be something that would piss me off about being an immortal. I have to be awake all the fucking time. Are you kidding me? No. (laughs) I wouldn't be able to eat the food that I wanted to eat. And... Like, I I couldn't have Starbucks anymore. Like, fuck that. (laughs) Honestly. I'd much rather be a werewolf. Yeah, as cool as vampires are, I would much rather be a shapeshifter. Oh, yeah. Because I could still eat. Mm -hmm. I would be in the best shape of my life. I could eat a lot and be in the best shape of my life, not even try. I can still go in the sunlight. I can still go enjoy the beach. Yeah. I can also, on top of all that, I now can shapeshift into insert animal here. Yeah, like absolutely. What would be your preferred animal for shapeshifting? Now, you can take it the idea in that it could be a, a much larger version, like the wolves here, of the animal, or you could be a normal sized version. If you I want to be a panther, a black panther. <laughs> like Twilight werewolf size? A big. I want to be a big kitty. Yeah, okay. So, like, wait. And I love the way that they <laughs> yowl. The way the panthers yeah. yowl. It's like a banshee screaming. Yeah. I want to be a giant, giant Black Panther and just screech in the middle of nowhere and be like, who am I going to lure into my cave this way? Oh, my God. Because you know I would. Yeah, absolutely. I want to be, I think I'd want to be. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Like, they're making. Edward is just making out with her in front of Jacob just to prove a point, and it's gross. Really awkwardly. Too, by the way, they just so much look like they're suffering. Mm, even Jacob's like, okay, I get the point. Moving on. Jacob was all of us in that moment. <laughs> but like, if I was gonna be a shapeshifter, I hmm, I kind of want to be a bird just for the ability to fly, because I just think that would be really cool. Or a cheetah, because then you could just be really fast. But I think I... a bird would be more useful. And then like. Probably a normal sized bird because I'd want to eavesdrop on people. That's fair. But maybe like a bigger, like a. a I can uh, see you as a like larger... as a pretty macaw. Oh, thank you. That would totally destroy my ability to <laughs> blend in with anything. But I could bite people's fingers off, and I would not mind that. But everybody would want to be near you because you're a macaw, and they can talk too. So exactly. I'd be like, yeah, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, Polly wants a hundred dollars. <laughs> Polly we means your hair is shit. We could have a side so- show attraction on the side, and you just take me to carnivals and shit like this. 
That would be amazing. Right? You're going to dress well, better for Seth. a bonfire party? I stand corrected. There's Seth. There's the baby. Who thinks Jacob is the coolest thing since absolutely ever. I love the wolves. God, they're so much cooler than the Collins, with the exception of Jasper and Emmett. You know, in the um, official guide, it gives you uh, Billy Black's backstory. Uh-huh. And he, yeah, he was friends with um, uh, Embry's dad, or Embry's, not Embry's, Quill's dad, and one of the uh, the other ones, because his, it was his grandfather that was the last werewolf. And he'd seen them when he was young. And uh, so he knew that they were real. And him and his two best friends, oh, look, another flashback. That's fun. Um, at least this one's period appropriate, though. Yeah, the, yeah. Although they're wearing more clothing. Yeah. In this versus the 1930s, which makes absolutely no sense. Well, this one here, like this flashback, takes place in the very early, like, colonization of America. So, like, more or less, the outfits, at least for the vampires, are period appropriate yeah um i do not know anything about the actual history of um the quillery tribe so i can't say whether or not their outfits are accurate or not yeah but also this story is not like the the history story that she shows is not in the official illustrated guide as a part of their history very much she she should have more blood coming out from that stab. She also could have just cut her hand. That too. She could have just cut her hand and to get the attention of the vampires instead of yeah. stabbing herself in the gut. True. Like, Billy tells this story about, like, the first cold ones that his tribe encountered. And, like, the history that involves uh, the wife and everything and her sacrifice the worst story to tell to Bella, who is fully willing to sacrifice herself at And I'm pretty sure Billy knows that. Jacob knows that, which is why Jacob brought her to this party. And Billy told this story specifically. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, maybe don't sacrifice yourself, girl. But she will take the wrong message from this. She will take the wrong message from this and take it as a thing she should be doing. It's like, no, 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 don't. No, 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 it's the opposite of what you should be doing. It's like, this is supposed to be a warning story, not an, uh, here's some ideas. (laughs) This is not a, this is not a, let's take some notes ideas. Yeah. But let's, let's not do that. But no, she'll take it as, hey, look at these things I could do. I could stab myself. Because Bella's a fucking moron. Yes, she is. Edward, I found a way to save you. I must stab myself in the presence of a, of a red-eyed vampire. To make sure they stay away from you. Cool. And what happens after that? A bunch You're dead. Of bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> You're fucking dead. Yep. You turn into a meal. Like Bella in this movie, in all of the movies, but in this movie particularly, exudes the common sense of just like a duck. A duck, <laughs> a deranged duck. A deranged duck. A deranged duck with no self-preservation. Because like wildlife, for the most part, has better self-preservation skills than this woman does because she just fully 
just whatever she wants, man, because Lord help you, this is not a girl who understands how to take care of herself, keep herself safe, and maybe just give a shit about anybody but her. No, I mean, I really have never met a more selfish person than Bella. Honestly, because she just doesn't care that a bunch of people are going to mourn the fact that she's dead. Or doesn't give a shit about how Jake feels for the most forget, part. Forget forget hurting people's feelings. Like you're gonna be fucking up a like years long standing treaty tradition, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Like it's not just like a couple of your friends you're gonna be fucking over and your mom and dad. It's a whole people. Yeah. There's more than just four players in this. There's no shit. There's the Volturi. There's uh, the whole Quileute tribe. There's exactly the entire like town of Forks. <laughs> oh, we're back in the uh. docks with Riley. Oh, yeah. There's Bree Tanner. Her short storybook was the only one I never read. Then again, I didn't really care. So, <laughs> short life of Bree Tanner. What is she supposed to be? Like, she supposed to be Riley's, like girlfriend? No, she was just somebody that they found. Okay. No, Riley's sleeping with Victoria. That's right. No, Bree Tanner's just somebody that they found. Just try not to get killed. All right. Also, they can't keep you there. You're a vampire, and that is a chain link metal fence trying to keep you in. Yeah, that's just a <laughs> little, that, that, that's a link. punch or a jump, and you're gone. I mean, I can climb a chain link metal fence. You can. See, this is why I like Emmett. You know, Jasper's all like moody and like newborns within the first couple months the bloodlust blah 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 and emma's just like sitting in the corner and smiles going this will be fun honestly i love them both they're great emma is just takes everything like as a interesting challenge yeah and jasper is just like Jasper's the strategist. he's the strategic yeah. he's like i gotta find a way out of this exactly he's the ravenclaw that's true i'll give you that Emmett's the Gryffindor. Very true. As much as I don't like it, I think Alice is the Slytherin. I mean, if She's anyone... She's she, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I don't... I don't even put Edward in Edward's any of the houses. Edward's a muggle. <laughs> Edward's a fucking muggle. Sorry, Cedric. Sorry, like, You're not even awful. That's difference between Edward and Cedric. Cedric wasn't the nicest or the greatest, but... I liked Cedric. He was all right. Yeah. Like, I mean, he's not in my top five or ten, but, you know, he's pretty cool. Yes. Now now she's thinking about, oh, what am I going to tell everybody that I'm not going to be home for Christmas or holidays for, like, the next foreseeable future that until they die? And in all honesty, the thing about it is, is, like, there's not, like, there's a change, a physical appearance change but if you say you go off to college for like a year or so and like you wear the right colored contacts, put some makeup on. You it's grew not that much you of a grew change. Up a little yeah, bit. You, you grew up. Like people won't see you for like a year and they'll be like, wow, she looks really different. Put like if they think and you're that's too pale, put normal. Some makeup on. Yeah. I've looked at people like from you know my school like years later yeah. and be like, they've changed a lot. Yeah, and you're supposed to, especially at, like, the age Bella is at, like, 18 and going off to college and everything. Like, yeah. And if you think that you're showing up too pale to these people, put some makeup on. That's why makeup exists. Right? To change your appearance. Put makeup on if you want to look more like yourself. 
like lord help you this alice is all of her decades of practice with fashion and everything didn't teach her how to put on makeup no she's just a doll to alice yeah well if special effects artists can make you look like an alien you can get some makeup to make yourself look a little more human than you are this is true like jesus there are hollywood special effects artists that can make you look like you're like some kind of nine foot tall alien with like tentacles then i'm pretty sure you can figure out how to make yourself look a little more like you did before and when, when Edward, like, while they're talking in her room late at night about, like, you know, how what am I going to tell people when, you know, I, what excuse am I going to give for what I can't visit them? And he's just like, I'm never going to let you go or something like that. Yeah, he completely disregards her questions and her statements. It's just and like- I just go, at, at this point in my life, if someone comes up to me and says, I'm never going to let you go, I'd be like, I'm running for the door. Yeah. Because, uh, <laughs> Like, I don't want to belong to anybody. Like, mm, yeah, no, Edward 100% treats her like property, not a person. I get it. You were, you know, you were around in 1917 or whatever, or earlier, 1900, 1901. I don't, like, it's 2005 at this point. Like, women's, you know, votes for women and everything. Come on. Yeah. 100%. What is the truth, Jacob? sorry Jacob confessing his love it's just like you need to know the truth I'm in love with you and the look on her face is like what 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 I don't under she says the words I don't understand what is there not to understand can you not pretty direct like he he was direct he said the words I'm in love with you the amount like did you forget the amount of times you spent at his house in new moon like, you definitely could have fallen in love with him if you just hadn't gone after Edward. And this would be a much better relationship for you. Had you chosen the wolf, you would have been Which, in better hands. Much better decision, in all honesty. And I love how she's like, I'm not rushing into this decision to give up my whole life and my mortality and destroying my whole family. He's he's throwing out all the good points. You don't have to change for me. You don't have to say goodbye to anybody. Like, you can be a person. You can be you. Yeah. You can be around your family. You can be in society. You can. You don't live. have to worry about what you're going to tell Charlie or Renee about why you're not visiting and yeah. break their hearts. And be with somebody who's not a controlling psychopath. She breaks her hand, punching him. She punches him, him in the face and kisses her. It's like, what did you expect? Like, Yep. Oh, here comes Edward trying so hard. Oh, there he is. He looks like a drug addict in this scene. He does look like a drug addict. Just veins popping up like his he just his hair looks all oily and sickly he's got super dark circles under his eyes he's dressed like a trash man and not like a person who picks up the trash but somebody well, i it. also love the little the, the, the subtlety of like when she tries to move them apart they do not budge because they're both so strong but the minute charlie touches them it's like they're like all right we'll, we'll give in yeah because we cannot charlie. let charlie know that we're yeah. not human Bella broke her hand punching my face. Yeah. Charlie buys it. How do you, like, I feel bad for Charlie because he wanted her to spend time with Jacob to get her away from the toxic psycho men. And And every time she comes home from hanging out with Jacob, there's Edward. Well, the thing about it is is he sent her to go hang out with Jacob so she gets away from toxic men just to go hang out with an angry man who she punches in the face and breaks her hand. Like, 
Charlie, you're the only non-toxic man in her life. <laughs> like everybody Even else Mike is Newton is toxic. <laughs> oh yeah, Mike Newton is super like shallow and toxic. Holy shit. He's perfect for Jessica. What's her name? Jessica? Yeah, Jessica. Yeah. I love Emmett. He's like, how did you hurt your hand? She's like, I punched a werewolf in the face. Like, badass. The, 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 the glare that Rosalie just like, you are. Emmett, oh, yeah. don't encourage her. Honestly. Like Emmett, that is still your wife. Like you're very nonchalant about how angry and unhappy Rosalie is. I'm pretty sure they have a certain understanding. They, I'm sure they have really great sex to make up for that. They've apparently destroyed a couple of houses, so while doing it, that explains it. Yeah, they've apparently lived together away from the family a couple times, and they just they keep having to rebuild the houses because they just keep destroying houses. Rosalie coming up for the, the truth. I don't hate you, but I don't like you either. Honestly. The really thing that gets me is the fact that Rosalie's eyebrows are a dark brown. And, and her, her hair, hair is blonde. blonde. Which implies that her hair is bleached that way and yeah. dyed that way, which can't is something they can't do as vampires. Yeah. At least dye her eyebrows to match. I love how Rosalie's just like, you have a choice and I didn't. You're choosing wrong. It's like, I hate to, like, look, Bella's not doing the, a great thing, and she's not necessarily doing a right thing either, but it is still her choice to make. You don't get to tell her. It's still her that, choice to make, but yeah. at least she's now coming out and tell her why. She's like, I don't like, like you. Her issue isn't the fact that Bella's too young to make this decision. It's the fact, the fact that she's making it at all. It's like, you have the choice to stay human. Yeah. Versus, and I like, didn't. Rosalie wanted to get married she wanted to have kids she wanted to have a family and the whole like nine yards and everything which is great and wonderful for the people who want that that's completely fine however like just because she wanted that doesn't mean she can demand other people have that just because she now can't like that's a bunch of bullshit no don't rosalie don't go to near no and it's i do a stand corrected white. earlier we had talked about where rosalie was coming back from uh, when she ran into these guys, she was visiting a friend. Ah. I looked that up earlier. Ew. Again! Yeah. Again, more scenes of gang rape. Like, yeah. possible gang rape. What, what is, is it with Meyer? This one's not even possible. This one just happens. And, like, in public, too. Like, right in the middle of the street. Like, phys- like obviously manhandling her. She's screaming no while they're yeah. all drunk. And, like, this actually happened. Yeah. Which is why she turned. And, and you tell yeah, me. Yeah, and well, then they left you to die. Are, and you Carlisle are a religious Christian. Yeah. Albeit Mormon. But still. But Stephanie Meyer has must have, like, a creepy-ass fetish. She, because, she's got to have some kind you know, of, like, gang rape yeah. fetish. Because this yeah. is the second time. It's just like, holy shit. However, I will say, I love the fact that Rosalie got revenge in her wedding dress, hunted down each of these men and murdered every single one of them because you fucking go, girl. Oh, yeah. You Look at that. Girl. With the red eyes and the blood oh, loss yeah. and that dress. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Stay theatrical, honey. Yeah, hell, yeah. Be theatrical. Murder those rapists in your wedding dress. And, like, I do feel bad for Rosalie because she had this future that she really wanted and by all rights should have had. And then one dumbass motherfucking guy destroys her whole future and her whole life because he's drunk with his friends and couldn't get any anywhere else. 
and like her whole future was ruined her whole life is ruined mm-hmm. you know and she can't have what she wants but I mean, at the same time, she, she, when she did say she didn't have a choice she did she could either choose you know what um carlisle offered immortality yeah or she could have died well in that regard like she was dying and it was like the offer was I can save you, not I'm going to turn you into a vampire and you're going to live forever and all of the implications that it, it incites. So, like, at the same time... Still, though, if she someone comes up did... to you and you are dying, then I can save you. It's like, no, no, I know I'm about to die in the next five seconds. Like, yeah, you can't. Most people are not going to say no. <laughs> Fair. And it's just like, especially if they want to live, but she wouldn't have had the context of knowing what exactly she was going to be living as. But at the same time... Same time, like, I understand where Rosalie's coming from and her having that choice of the life that she wants taken away from her. I don't really think there's necessarily wrong with the fact that Carlisle saved her life or, you know, changed her into a vampire. But it, because it's Royce, her former fiance, that totally fucked her life up and everything. But, and that's absolutely awful. Everything that happened to Rosalie is absolutely terrible. Oh my God. But at the same time, she doesn't have the right to tell Bella how she should live her life. Now, granted, Bella's a fucking idiot. There's no question about that. Like, Bella's just an idiot. But and I, I agree. I agree. Choices. Rosalie does not have the right, to, you know, to force her own wishes and stuff onto yeah. Bella. But it's Bella. Yeah. Because, like, Bella's idea... Like, there's no... What? There's no sugarcoating things for Bella. You can't, like, hint at things for her because she won't fucking get it. Yeah. Like, Rosalie's issue with Bella becoming a vampire isn't because she's going to leave her whole family behind. Isn't because it's going to be... It's a terrible choice, you know, and she's not old enough or anything. No, it's literally just because then she can't live the stereotypical life that Rosalie wanted. So, like, Rosalie's right to question Bella turning, just not for the right reasons. Right. And Jane and Felix came out of fucking left field. I forget that the Volturi are so much in this, in the third one. Because they're just standing there watching Riley and trying to get a handle on the newborns that he's made. Yeah, which I love how Riley's like, you need to be quiet and subtle. There's a car on fire. (laughs) I said not to cause a scene. Cars on fire. And people are screaming. Throws it, and it's just like death people, people are screaming in fear. Riley screaming in anger. Like this is not keeping a low profile. You're just attracting like, more attention. He's telling them to be subtle. It's it, like you're murdering people by the dozens, and you want them to be subtle. Think you made newborns. Yeah, yeah. You, you you're gonna need lot. at least six months for subtle. Yeah, and it's like you're making a lot of them, and you're keeping them in a city. Full of what they want to eat. You're not going to get subtle. <laughs> See, staying in a place like Forks makes fucking sense when you're creating an army of newborns. Keep them in the forest. They don't need to do anything. Just keep them in the forest. People disappear on a hike. A bear ate them. Whatever. People, you know, it's fine. Like, it'll it'll garner some attention, but it'll be more like another tourist hiker lost in the woods. Oh, so sad. Versus 20 people went missing in Seattle yesterday. Yeah. It's just like, look, I know Seattle's got a really high like crime rate and like a murder rate, but even Seattle doesn't have twenty people dead in a day. You know, oh, you know where this would be perfect to build an army, a, a newborn army, mm. Houston. 
But then again, that's why that chick did it. That chick who turned to Jasper. She, like, she <laughs> took a lot of people from Houston. But then again... I'm talking about Houston now. Yeah, like, Houston now would be a great place to have people disappear because it's the number one human trafficking city in the exactly. United States. Exactly. It's sad. It's sad, the fact that I even know that. <laughs> but the fact that, yeah, it's... Didn't I tell you that? Yes, you did tell me. Yeah. But I remember it going, oh, yeah, Houston's the one where there's all the trafficking. Yeah. It's like, great. Thinking from the villain's point of view, or in the, whatever you want to label Victoria at this point, because everyone in here is a villain. Edward's <laughs> a villain. A bunch of bad factions. <laughs> but like, it's the cap. It, it, it is so much trafficking in Houston. Like, if people disappear, they're just gonna be lost in the backlog of all these missing people. True. Pick your locations better. Yeah. And in. In all honesty, like Houston would be a good choice and probably New York just because wild shit happens in New York. True. I can't believe Jessica was valedictorian. Yeah, Jessica didn't seem like the smartest one. Like, um, apparently she had great grades. The girl with the glasses, I always forget her name. The other friend. Angela. Huh? Angela. Angela. She should have been valedictorian. At least she yeah. looked smart. And, you know, I'm like, I'm surprised. Lol, nothing's permanent. Jessica's so shallow as a person. <laughs> oh, look at Charlie so ha- proud and happy as she graduates. And Bella's like, okay, well, I just get turned now. I did everything y'all wanted me to do. Right? Like, you know, this girl. I don't know where your graduation was held, but ours was definitely not held at the school. In the gym. Yeah, ours was held at a the football stadium in Houston. No, in the gym. Well, it fit everybody. Yeah. Well, your school is a lot smaller than mine, too. We were 60. For your graduating class? Yeah. Hers was almost 400 people. So my school had over 3,000 people in it. We had, at at our peak, at our peak, our campus, going from pre-K all the way to 12, had 1,100 kids. My high school of only four years had over 3,000 people, so. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, look, Jacob and the boy showed up to this party. Where is this party being held? Not the Cullen's house, because they they wouldn't show up. I, I think it is the Cullen's house. Is it the Cullen's house? Yeah. Because Alice is hosting the uh, party. Bella, I'm sorry. I told you how I feel. But at least I had the balls to do so. And want you to live and not ruin yeah, your life. I'm sorry, life, I want you to future, be breathing. Like ruining your life, ruining your future, and making you abandon your entire family. Oh, I forgot about the, the little charm. charm he makes. Oh, I used to have a bracelet. It was Twilight merch that had a little wolf charm. I think on I it. did too. It. I think it on it. It said um, La Push Cliff Diving Team. Hmm. It had a little little charm on it oh alice is having a vision of riley when isn't she having visions fair enough of course they're gonna be coming here because if victoria's behind it she wants revenge and i like the fact that they knew a newborn army was being created and they didn't tell the wolves like that is a terrible idea like, like the wolves are gonna be like why the fuck are we multiplying now like why are they making yeah. so many people shifting like, what's like, going on? The Cullens haven't turned anybody. Oh, no, no. These are just new ones showing up. Yeah. Like, Jacob, what damn army? 
Yeah, it's just like they didn't tell the wolves that there was a possible incoming army, and it's like, what's wrong with you? Like, did, didn't you think it would be a good idea to tell the wolves you have a treaty with about incoming... Like, evil vampires? Like, come Newborns? On. Come on. I love Jacob. I, it's... Edward does to Bella, and Bella does try to do the same thing to Jacob, where she tries to, like, protect not him. Having it. And he's just, she's like, you'll get yourselves killed. And he's like, I didn't, I don't need your permission. I wasn't asking your permission to come and join this yeah. war. And he, because, like, he actually stands up to her. Yeah. Versus like when, when Edward says, you shouldn't be involved, and she doesn't even get an answer. Like, even if she tries to explain why she should be logically, he just shuts it down. Yeah. Like, at least the wolves would give them an edge in the war because they're like 20 plus newborn vampires versus like six people is not like, gonna go literally well. she she like bella is so like obsessed with trying to protect him and keep him out of the trouble she's like you don't know what you're getting yourself into and jacob says literally he's like this is what we're meant to do yeah like that is the full like, like uh, capabilities like of a wolf. we are shifters like, for a reason like we we are meant to fight against the vampires. We're meant You're to telling me I can't join this party? Like they're there for the purpose of fighting evil that affects their like their tribe. That is one of the points like of their shape shifting abilities is to be able to fight against the supernatural. I'm surprised That's that why they're uh, so good. right. I'm surprised that uh, Edward didn't just snap good. off the. The charm bracelet that he made that Jacob made for her. Oh, but that would upset Bella in a way that he's not okay with. And there's so many more wolves than there are Cullens. You guys should probably understand that they can be helpful. Right? Hi, Sam. Carlo is the only like decent one because he's just like, it makes sense. We need the help. Let's work together. Yeah. Edward. Yeah, like they he's smart enough to consult Jasper, who has experience, rather than just going on the whims of Edward, which thank God for Carlisle, because that is the only log truly logical person there. And Edward's like, I don't want to work with the wolves because one of them has a crush on my girlfriend. Yeah. It's like And Jasper's like, no, no, no. <laughs> Jasper's like, like, <laughs> like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. We didn't agree to that. <laughs> Like, we gonna die. And I, Bella drives me nuts because she's just like, I don't want them to fight because they're gonna get hurt. Your your so-called vampire family is gonna get slaughtered if you, like, they don't get help. So what do you want? Somebody's gonna die. I love Jasper. He's so dramatic. My dramatic boy. Your boy and my boy putting on a show. I love it. Hell yeah. Don't hold back. Not in my nature. I will admit Jasper is the better tactician, so he's the better warrior. He's had a lot of practice. Emmett's got brute strength, but that's about yeah. as all he got. It's weird to see Carlisle fight, though, because he's just such a like a peaceful person, right? But I also just love Sam. Just go, like you can you can tell he's trying not to smile at the oh, Collins yeah. like beating each other up. <laughs> Jasper's so sarcastic too. I think Rosalie would be the one person I wouldn't want to fight. She looks like she could be a bitch in a fight. Jasper and Alice fighting each other is like a flirtatious dance between the two of them. Oh, like yeah. You know they're going to go bang later. <laughs> like, now. Kiss on the cheek. All right, goodbye. 
I'm also picturing th- this without CGI. That Jacob <laughs> is just in a gray suit with green dots all over him, and she's just leaning into him. Yep. Nothing more sexy than Wasn't that. Wasn't like a tennis ball on a stick at some point? <laughs> probably. Yeah, it's probably what she's like that, like petting right now. It's like yeah, I've a tennis it. ball where his head is supposed to be. Version and it's like cardboard and like a tennis <laughs> ball and all that. Yeah. Fucking hate that word. They've like the movements of the wolves move more like horses, and it's really weird. Really? To me. Yeah, they kind of like lumber the way like horses move, I mean, and it's just like. Eh. I like mean, when I, I'm, I'm picturing my dog as she leaps and bounds through places. Sorry. Yeah, but like the the like the hindquarters area is really awkward, and it kind of like shifts the way like a horse is trying to awkwardly move, and it's just kind of weird. Just like I don't know if they studied wolves when they did this because it's not how a wolf walks. Because that's not how my dog walks. Either of my dogs. I've never seen a wolf walk in such an awkward, like, hip-shifting kind of a way. I don't know. It just looks kind of weird. But I do, I really like the the training scenes that they mm-hmm. that are in this movie. Just because it's interesting to see them actually fight. And yes. realize that, you know, despite the fact that they try to present themselves with the sophistication and everything, you are still capable of, you know punching a dude yeah like, i hate break it to you edward you are still capable of punching a dude like everybody else so i don't know what to tell you i love hearing about jasper's history i also forget he has an accent so I, I'm, I'm i'm enjoying it it's interesting that he's has an accent still after several hundred years of not living in texas lol jasper how do you know so much about all this uh i was part of it yeah Jasper's history is really interesting to me because he's he's just has such a different history to all of the other columns. Youngest major in the Texas Cavalry. He talks from the side of his mouth all it's, of it's, the time. It's hot. I mean, I didn't say it was wrong. It's hot. <laughs> I, just, I just said I noticed it. He smirks a lot and he talks out of the side of his mouth. Ryan back to Galveston. Yeah, Galveston is the beach town just south of uh, Houston. It's evacuating people from Galveston to uh, Houston. So you come up on three strangers. Yeah. He stopped because he thought they needed help uh, being escorted back to Houston. He was trying to be a good person. He's he's being a gentleman. And they're just like, oh, look, me. Yeah, and they're just like, oh, I'm going to turn you. I think her name is Maria. Ma'am. Marie, so she was the one that was making, yeah, she was the one making the army. Yeah, she's the one who made the army. Yeah, Maria ended up taking over a very large portion of the South, mostly thanks to Jasper. Because he's good. He was better than every other newborn. Even after he no longer had newborn strength, he knew exactly how to train them, teach them, and defeat them. And in considering the fact that he was 19 and he was that good of a strategic, you know, like person to be able to understand all of that. And understand how to just suddenly just lead an entire army and train an entire army all of his own. That's kind of impressive. It's very impressive. Yeah. We never do really talk about his two friends. Uh, Charlotte and I want to say. Oh my god. I haven't. I forgot about Charlotte. Charlotte. And who is the other one? Paul? Paul sounds about right. It only throws me off because there is already a Paul. (laughs) Peter. Peter. 
Yeah, it's Charlotte and Peter. I also think it's interesting that Alice had a vision of Jasper before they ever met, and she had a vision of their future together and, like, their life together. And I think Stephanie Meyer did that for the purposes of, since Jasper can control emotions and everything, she didn't want people to think, you know, Jasper was controlling Alice's emotions and, like, making her be in love with him right. and everything like that, which... I can understand because that would be a very good point. But Alice saw their future together before they ever met. So she knew she'd be happy with him, which, you know, like that's fine and everything, but um, not doesn't really change the fact there's so many other relationship problems with this story. Like that was her worry was, you know, that Jasper, it was going to be taken that Jasper was manipulating Alice when the real manipulator is Edward. Edward. It's okay if, you know, no, we can't have, you know, that happening, but it's fun yeah. with the main character being a, that. Yeah. So my favorite part of this movie is always Jasper's backstory. It's because I think it's really interesting to hear about, like, the wars of the South, and they tie a lot of the bloodshed, bloodshed in of the newborn wars of the South into a lot of the bloodshed of the Civil War. Uh, well, you know, which I, I find really interesting. Um, apparently the newborn uh, wars lasted longer than the Civil War and they tie it into like other battles and stuff like that from... Uh, did the did the um, the newborn wars... I mean, did, they were happening before the Civil War started, right? Or during? They were, yeah, no, they um, were happening before the Civil War, picked up a lot during the Civil War and continued after... And eventually what happened is Jasper made friends with somebody named Peter who was coming towards the end of his one year. And Peter fell in love with a girl named Charlotte, Charlotte. who was also changed. And when they were, Peter and Jasper together were destroying the newborns who had lived their usefulness at that point. And one of the ones that Jasper brought in to be destroyed for him and Peter to kill because Peter was pretty much Jasper's second uh, in command. Um, one of them was Charlotte and Peter yelled at her to run. And so she took off and Jasper who had the opportunity to go after Peter Did decided it. not to do because Peter was going to go after Charlotte to go be with Charlotte. And he asked Jasper to go with him, but Jasper didn't. It wasn't much longer after that, that like Jasper did leave eventually. And met Alice. Really, yeah. Cause he, well, that, he met Alice a little later. No, okay. It wasn't it wasn't right off the bat. But he actually got out because like the war continued a bit after Jasper left. And uh it really did her army really destabilized without Jasper there because he was pretty much the key holding right. everything together. Um what ended the wars in the South with the vampires was the Vulturi because they showed up and annihilated everyone yeah. involved. So they got out of hand. Yeah. And they annihilated everybody, Maria and everybody else that she was going to war with, all of the newborns and everything. It wasn't long before Jasper had left that the Vulturi got there. So he's very lucky to have escaped when he did because they came and annihilated just fucking everybody. So, because they did not give a shit. And because Arrow only collects people with very unique abilities because so many people have abilities that are similar to each other. So he wants... uh uh, Arrow wants his own army. Yeah, he because wants his own he's army. the head of the vampires that he's put mm -hmm. himself there. Nobody else can have an army but him. Well, and he also wants an army of people with the best version of these powers. 
like he wants Edward because he wants Arrow, the X-Men of vampires. Yeah, well, Arrow has the ability to read every thought you've ever had, but he has to touch you to do it. But Edward has like the pinnacle of that ability because he can read what you're thinking now. And he also wants Alice because Alice can see the, the future. future. And like he's had similar people with similar abilities or lesser uh, abilities. But when he finds somebody with a better version of that ability, he will get rid of whoever he has and replace them with this new person. So, I mean, Arrow is a collector of people, which is creepy as fuck. But, I mean, the Vulturi are creepy as fuck. So, I mean, Arrow is the one who murdered his own sister just to keep the Vulturi together. So, just because his sister like, and I Marcus swear, like, to live We happily. have Marcus and, was it Caius? Mm-hmm as part of the Volturi, but really, who are we kidding? Who's the world? Like, who's Meyer kidding? It's all about Arrow. Arrow's the one that has all control. Yeah, that's true. And Marcus has no idea that uh, Arrow's the one who killed his sister. And because let me tell you, uh, they easily could have made a, a sequel to this series about the destabilizing of the Volturi with that one secret alone. But I'm glad uh, they didn't because I don't want to read more of Meyer's work. Oh, no, absolutely fair. Like, I don't want to read any more. <laughs> like, let's not do that. But, uh, yeah, like, I don't, there there does not need to be any more of of Twilight. Like, no, no, thank you. There doesn't Twilight need to was be. bad. The host was bad. Oh, the host, I think, was actually worse. And that's really, it, that is the worst book I've ever read. And I've read the Driver's Ed Manual. Like, I, okay, there's a worse book out there for me, and people might hate me for this, but I actually finished The Host. I finished all the Twilight books twice. Fair. Like, I was very confused reading The Host, because I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, none of this makes any sense. It did not. Like, nothing, nothing is explained. Anyways, I actually finished that book. The the book I did not finish was, uh... The new Christopher Paolini book. Which one? Oh, something about... Oh, that that giant one? Yeah, with the blue and black cover. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on, I will will tell you right now. Let me go on my good face. Yeah, I know what book you're talking about. That is a terrible book. I will wait for you. That is To Sleep in a Sea of Stars. That was a terrible book. That was a long, terrible book. I love Paolini. I loved Aragon, Eldest, Brisinger, and Inheritor. I read them all. I have them all. Yeah. I barely got through half of To Sleep in a Sea of Stars until I put I put it in my DNF pile on Goodreads. Like I I couldn't. Yeah. That yeah, it was not it was not a good book. Well <laughs> the thing about this movie is we have to get through more than half of it in order to actually have anything interesting happen. Because we are over the halfway mark and they're just now getting to, like, the training. Which, at least that was interesting. But I do... The training with the Cullens and the Wolves is the most action we're going to see in this. Oh, absolutely. Well, there is a little action at the end. Like, during the the fighting and all that. Not as big as it should have been. No, but none of the action scenes in this movie are. But despite the fact that we've actually hit an action point. Or I guess because we've actually hit an action point. We are going to wrap up this episode. And we will continue uh, our review and bashing and honesty of Eclipse in part two. And we'll actually get to the 
the fight scene, the brief fight scene that there is, and uh, continue to watch Bella spiral into a toxic and abusive relationship and make poor life decisions, Edward become an increasingly controlling psychopathic person, and Jacob just try to keep his shit together and fail. Yeah. So I hope you guys all tune in for our next review of Eclipse. Yes, please. Please come finish this with us. You've you've come this far. You've you've honestly, you've come this far. You can keep going. Like, come on. Relive our youth with us because my God, if this was popular back then, what was wrong with our society but i mean i granted i'm the last person to talk because i was a very big twilight fan back in the day i mean hey like at 16 years old it had a certain appeal yeah it had a certain appeal what i don't understand is how women in their 40s are went went and are probably still going ape shit for 50 shades of gray no, 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 no. Which is a fanfic of this stupid movie, book, series, whatever. What I thought you were going to say is the fact that women in their 40s and older were super into Twilight and were throwing their underwear at Robert Pattinson and Jennifer, and uh, Taylor Lautner when they were like in their very early 20s and these older women are throwing their underwear at them. D- didn't we already say that Taylor Lautner was 18 when he filmed New Moon? I think so. I think at some point we established that. He was barely an adult. Yeah, and these middle-aged women are throwing their underwear at him in public. Yes. It's like that is that that is fucked up. But we have how how the fuck did we get a fanfic, terribly written fanfic of this disgusting series, Mm -hmm. turn into a major published series turned movie? And what really gets me with it is it is actually a series that is worse than Twilight. I didn't think it was possible, but it is. Like I said, I've read Twilight twice. Mm I read the series twice. The first time I was 16, and it was like the best thing in the world at 16. I read it again at 20, and I wanted to puke. Mm -hmm. I read one, just one line in Fifty Shades of Grey. And I physically gagged, like... Yeah, it was it was bad. I didn't read. I think I read two chapters. No, no, I, I just read was. one line, one fucking line. And I went, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, can't do it. Like just reading this, my eyes seeing it, and my 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 voiceless narrator, you know, in my mm-hmm. head, I'm just going, uh. yep, yeah. I read the first two chapters, and it reads exactly like an absolutely horrid. Twilight fan fiction. Now, let me, I will say, there are many very good fan fictions out there. There are many fan fictions that are out there that are better than these series that they're about. Fifty Shades of Grey is not one of them. Fifty Shades of Grey is the lowest denominator of fan fiction whatsoever. All right. Well, before it gets super awkward and Edward proposes with the world's ugliest fucking ring known to mankind the ring that i thought was you know dirty it looks dirty it looks just super dirty 
I also thought it was he- like yeah. nail heads. I did not it, realize they were diamonds. I'm just like, what the fuck it, kind of ring is this? Unless someone like mashed a bunch it of metal looks together. like if you've ever been to one of those theme parks, you've seen one of those pressed pennies, and then I get like the pennies get like really long, and there's like a design on it. It's like somebody took <laughs> one of those in like a like a dull silver, hammered some nails into it, put it on a ring, and was and then rubbed it in some dirt, and it was like, here you go, I love you. <laughs> it's just the ugliest fucking ring on the planet, and it also looks like it needs to be dipped into that like um that sonic blue cleaning stuff. The blue cleaning powder. Yeah. I understand it's his mom's ring from like a hundred years ago, but I don't think he cleaned it ever, like ever, and. <laughs> Doesn't matter how little he touched it or handled it or whatever, it's gonna it's gonna get dirt no matter. Yeah, what and it's just like did. even if you just left it in the box for a hundred years, it's gonna fucking tarnish on some level. Also, the fact that it's tarnishing just means it's made out of some cheap ass shit, doesn't it? So, that too. That like, too. You bought this girl who you want to marry because you were jealous of her best friend, who's a wolf, who made her a little charm on a bracelet. You bought her a real fucking diamond. To hang off of the bracelet, but you you just gave her a shitty ass engagement ring, which on no level looks like an engagement ring. Like I'm sure at that point, you know, in two thousand, whatever year they're Mm. supposed to be in, it's the early two thousands. Like yes, there are plenty of newer designs for rings. It doesn't look like an engagement ring. For one thing, it's huge and absolutely like if I was to wear it, it would take up all of the space. From like my knuckle to like the like a, a part of my finger, like I think I'd have a hard time like maybe bending my finger, or you know, like it would yeah. come past like the knuckle on my on my finger that the ring would sit on, and it was just like I don't know because it's huge, and I just I don't, I don't it's the ugliest motherfucking thing on the planet, and I'm just like <laughs> I was so disappointed like when I when I saw it um, because it during the book's release like she like it she had her uh meyer had her website and everything and she's like i put a link on there so you guys could see what i thought the ring looked like and i was like oh that's because it sounds much prettier in the book than it actually is everything sounds pretty in the book the bed sounds prettier in the book and then like like this is stephanie meyer's idea of what the ring looks like and i click on the link and it is this ring that they used in the movies pretty much and i'm just (laughs) like oh that's fucking awful. Wow. <laughs> Holy shit. Like, damn. That's the ugliest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. And I'm just like, oh, okay. And then they definitely went. Not the direction you were thinking no, it was going to go I was thinking all. an engagement ring, not what looks like part of a brass knuckle. Like, I just don't fucking know. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, this is, this is an ugly piece of shit. All right. Okay. I wasn't, I was not prepared. I wasn't prepared, so. But then again, like everything in the in the books, tra- like translates over. It goes from like being an eight to, to like a two by the time it gets to the movies. Yeah, like, mm. it does. Everything just gets so it does. weird. And it's just, yeah, and it was one of the things I liked about the um, graphic novels for Twilight. Is the graphic novels for Twilight are very pretty, and they actually convey emotions through the characters which is okay i was gonna ask is there an actual plot line? like would there actually, actually like it's really bizarre because for one thing the characters look entirely different they look as beautiful as they're supposed to for one thing and and perfect it just it has like 
that feeling and that story that you wanted out of Twilight when you read it the first time, like what it was supposed mm-hmm. to meant to have been, reflects much better in the graphic novel than it does. Like, I gotta read the graphic novel. I now. think they only did Twilight and New Moon. I don't think they ever actually did the rest of them because I just don't think they were that popular. They came out kind of late. Uh, let me see if they went. Uh, I hope they did the rest of them. I know they did New Moon, but uh, oh, and Japan, for the record, has a, uh, a manga of of uh, they do. They, they do 100% not. Do. Oh my god! I actually have a screenshot. I'll send it to you. Unfortunately, it is fully just not in English in any on any level. So, like, I can't, I can't purchase them. Damn, there's no translated uh-uh. version. But let me send it to you. I mean, I found the it. Manga? Not on the manga. The uh, the graphic oh, okay. novels. I don't want to really buy them, but did you see if they have Eclipse? I'm curious. Okay, let's go back. Oops. Twilight graphic novel volume three. Is there a volume three? There's three volumes. Did they only do the first part of New Moon? No. Th- um. I don't Here, know. Let me take a um, screenshot of what I'm looking at. And let me see if that helps. Why did you send me to the children's bookshop? Okay. Okay. I highlighted the manga in yellow, but I also highlighted the graphic novels as well. Each graphic novel, like Twilight... Uh, the Twilight one has two parts, and I think New Moon I know has one, but I don't know if it has uh, any more than just one. Let's see, yeah, I just see Twilight graphic novel volume one, volume. I know two. they did New Moon as well. I don't know if they did. I guess they might not have done the other ones, or at least they were supposed to. Yeah, it's just followed by New Moon graphic novel. Yeah, they only did. Let's see, uh, the adaptation. That would have been a small, you know, a smart place to go check was the actual author's website. On here, I here. went to Wikipedia for so. <laughs> um, it says the New Moon graphic novel. There's a music video. Oh, I hope not. Um, it says uh, at the website that says the resolution music video. I don't want to know. It says. New Moon Volume 1 was released in 2013, and the release date for Volume 2 has been delayed indefinitely. So they did the first part of New Moon and then just didn't get any further. Because, I mean, that's kind of late, in all honesty. 2013. Yeah. Yeah. That is kind of late. So, I... Buy the book. Where can I buy the book? And for how much? A hardcover on Amazon for a hundred and twenty dollars. You can't buy it from her website. It sends you to Amazon. Jesus. For a hundred and twenty bucks. Insane. Books. Like I'm it's good. only twelve dollars. Like look, Twilight graphic novel seven dollars from thrift books. Oh my god! If I go, if I click on the one at her, uh, you know, from the from her website for the Twilight yeah. Volume Two, yeah, with Edward on the cover. Hardcover is sixty bucks. Paperback is two hundred. You can get it from eBay for nine dollars. <laughs> what the fuck? Like why? why? Do that? Also, her website's kind of fucking weird, isn't it? Her website is horrible. After you finish Midnight Sun, read this. What? She has book recommendations. Twilight Storyteller short films. 
What 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 book is the chemist? Oh, that was her book this? that she did after the host. Did she I don't think that came out that long ago. I don't remember this book. It came out in 2016. Yeah. I don't remember this book it, at all. Because it wasn't any good. Because you remember how after of course it was. Well, you remember good. how after J.K. Rowling finished Harry Potter, she tried to write like those murder mysteries or whatever, and they were just terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but like the resolution music video is what now? <laughs> Jack's mannequin, the resolution. There will be a four-part series of, of the making what? of the revolution provided by the band. Why was she uh... involved in the making of a music video? Why do I... In the production of a video. Oh, I'm gonna click on it. <laughs> oh, I've made a mistake. <laughs> oh! I, I, gotta, I gotta see this. It's so... Why does it look like it's in the 80s? What am I looking at? Why is he whining? Oh, this CGI effects are so bad. What the yeah. fuck am I looking at? Why is there just a single mermaid tail? <laughs> what the fuck? Why is the house in the water? Why is it? Is the is the water I following me? Is the car moving if you're driving if you're playing the piano? I can't nope, tell. Nope, he just found a fence in the middle of nowhere <laughs> and is just sitting at it <laughs> with the piano in the back of the truck. What the, the fuck? Hell? Oh wow, this is just as bad as the Twilight movies, and that's so <laughs> surprising. Even the singer what? looks uncomfortable. <sighs> Why did people think she could direct something? She will be part. Okay, she's not a director; she's a producer. Not the. Hang on, I got to do Oh my god! Like everything is. Ew! They're from Orange County. Ew! Your Orange County or mine? <laughs> Yeah, my um, orange county. Why is he holding that telescope like a shotgun? Who? He drove around a lot just to end up at the ocean, dude. Like, what the fuck? Also, the the green screen is so bad. Why is there a mermaid? Oh, oh my. Why is there a mermaid tail and only a mermaid tail? <laughs> I thought I recognized his voice. He's the voice of a... He's the lead singer of something corporate. Oh my god, she really just infects everything she's involved in. Oh no, wait, there's the mermaid! Oh, we see a mermaid? Yeah, she looks like, if you've ever seen Lord of the Rings, when they walk through the bog and all the dead people are under the water, that's exactly what she looks like. It's real creepy. <laughs> also, I think she had scales growing out of her boobs. Wow, there was no resolution to that. The Glass Passenger, the ghost Which is, a is this? August 2008, in an interview with MTV, Andrew revealed that the author, Stephanie Meyer, had written the treatment for the music video. Written the treatment for the music video for know. the resolution and was set to direct it the what following week. I, I don't know. What a treatment know. for a music video is. Did it need CPR? I, I don't know. Because <laughs> <laughs> they should have left it dead. For a music video titled the resolution there is no resolution in the song and he just really repeats Mc those two words the resolution like 50 Mc fucking times mcmahon said of the filming it was a very cool shoot music videos are a tricky thing they require a lot of trust in the team creating the visuals and that can be a little scary that said there was great vibe on the set and shooting by the water really made it especially a peaceful day blah 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 like how do you trust meyer yeah, no shit. like 
But what you should do is you should Google, and anybody listening to this should Google Twilight graphic novel, and then go to images and look at the images because they look so much better. So much better. They all <laughs> look so much better. And it just, it makes it far more interesting because they look like they're supposed to. They act like you want them to act. Like, Edward and Bella have a personality. And, like, I'm glad you're sitting down for when I told you that. But they both have personalities. <laughs> interesting personalities. Right? The only downside is the fact that Jacob Black doesn't look good. Like, Taylor Lautner Aww. looks way better. So, and to my is. knowledge, you never actually see post-change Jacob but I'm not entirely sure. So, uh, but yeah, no, I definitely suggest looking at the images because they look way better. And Alice looks real fucking creepy, by the way. But uh, they look way better. I mean, it makes more sense for Alice. To look yeah, she, she definitely looks like she should be in a middle institution at that level. So, is that... But yeah, at least Bella looks like a normal kid and not like she's having like a meltdown every 10 minutes. Uh, I'm still lost in this fucking website <laughs> her website yeah um, oh she wrote like a government like cia yeah, mystery it thing bad. real real bad uh real real bad i'm really really not interested okay. well now that we've done that um thank you for suffering with us for a little while at least this movie was a little more interesting <laughs> than like well, New Moon was pretty interesting, and I'll honestly stupid as fuck at the end, but like, you know, at least this one has like... It's so yeah. disappointing. Yeah. I mean, they all are. They're all disappointing. At, at least we know this one is going to lead into like a, a fight later, so... It, kind of. It's not good. I have many things Look, to say none of the that. fight scenes in this, well, in this series <laughs> are any good, because none of them actually do what you want them to do, especially the one in Breaking Dawn Part 2. Like that one was super exactly. fucking disappointing. I mean, I will give I, I will give the fighting mm -hmm. and the training some credit yeah. in Eclipse, just because I love. I mean, we're gonna go with this is just how crazy I am. I like the sound of the of their diamond, you know, chemistry just cracking and breaking, and you see the little crystal it pixie dust. I like the sound they chose for that. I do. That really crisp, crunchy That's sound. Fair. It's like an ASMR, then... but for violence. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That is exactly what that is. <laughs> but the addition of the pixie dust, whenever, like, you know, a, a snap or a crack or whatever happens, it's great. And a yeah, pop, it's... You know? <laughs> <laughs> to anyone who hasn't seen Eclipse in a long time, it is worth it. Just go on whatever streaming service you want, fast forward to the part where there's the final fight scene and just watch them break the newbie vampires apart and watch the little sparkly like pixie dust that comes out because that alone little is worth it. Dust. Exactly. That, I, I like that. I also really like, you know, how we got to see, you know, the vamps and the, the yeah. shifters move. So like that is the bet. That is the best and most action we're going to get That's in this true. entire like, series. The book doesn't give you, like, Breaking Dawn, the book, doesn't give you any action whatsoever. It spends, like, 400 pages leading to stuff that just absolutely never happens. At least the movie has a fight. The book literally oh, blue yeah. balls you. But at least the movie has a fight. Like, it's all a fucking vision, which is just bullshit. But at least it actually filmed the fight scene. 
Yeah, it actually so, shows you. It, yeah, what at least in her head. at least there's that. So, because I thought the fight scene that they filmed for Breaking Dawn was uh, part two was really good. It's just kind of fucks you. Like it surprised the shit out of me sitting in a theater. I'm just like, there's a fight scene, and I'm just like, there's not supposed to be an actual fight scene. Like, yay, this is really good. But then like everybody fucking dies, and, and you're like, oh, what never the fuck is happening? So yeah, <laughs> no. but you know, at least at least Eclipse uh, part the second part that we'll film uh, that we'll record has some action in it it is the most real action that this whole movie saga will see but at least it'll have some yeah. so i mean it, it does have some very entertaining points like when jasper goes after whoever's trying to you know who's yeah. going after alice and then what was it carlisle who shows up for esme and just punches the vampires in the face True. into the ground and the other one's holding up like a yeah. 90 degree to hear angle. more about that you'll have to listen to the next episode so we'll i'm gonna get spoilers so tune in for the next episode where there's actually some fucking action bye guys see you guys cool tune in next week for more fuckery because we have some serious questions and concerns we really had the opportunity to actually be done with this at a decent hour because eclipse is almost is only two hours long and we didn't i was (laughs) fucking around we fucking just bullshitted for an hour and a half. Like, we talked for an hour and a half with no recordings happening. <laughs>